Alright, so we're on Pesach Yud Gimel. So again, we've spoken out the four types of um, armed robberies that there are. Uh, two of them that end up murdering, two of them that uh, are not murdering. Um, and the difference between the two that do murder and two uh, is one is in the house and one is on the road, and the two that don't murder, again, one's on the house, one's on the road. Okay, so the two that are four, murder and just robbery, and each one subdivides into the house or on the highway. Okay, so now, because we left off in Pasuk, in the end of Pasuk, you'd base with number four, so we're going to actually restart Start with that one in Pasuk Yud Gimel. Okay, so if you recall, the last of the four was Utmimim Ki Yorde Bor, and that was someone who murders is a, on the highway. So Utmimim, uh, the person is walking along uh, unsuspecting, and Ki Yorde Bor is... Uh, like someone who drops down into a deep pit, meaning boom, all of a sudden, he doesn't know what hit him, right? He's out. doesn't so, come back. What? He doesn't come back from the boar. doesn't come back from the boar or, or whatever else it was that, that uh, yeah. So, so therefore, over here in Pasuk Yudgimel, kol hon yakar nimsa. Yeah? So all um, <laughs> precious wealth we will find. And I think we said this last time, why is it using a language of nimtza? Nimtza is a finding, finding a matziah. Mm-hmm. Something you find. So first of all, we said that it might speak to um, finding uh, is not something that you can pre-plan, mm-hmm. right? So that's uh, with a highway robbery that would work nicely that uh, you know, they, they, all of a sudden, they, they got this uh, merchant traveling on the road with just, uh, you know, j- just by himself with his chest full of... Uh, Serendipitous. Yeah, so, so that was like a metzia. But the Gon also adds that, that the point is that being that, first of all, they kill him. So he's not alive to tell the tale. Second of all, he was far from his town, which probably means probably nobody even cares what happened to him. And finally, they are not even necessarily local. Because uh, they're not scoping out the place, they're not uh, they're not having to hang out for a while, right? So therefore, the chances of them getting found out are basically zero. Therefore, it's like a metzia, metzia, a found object. You can literally you, there's nobody looking for it, right? An object that you find, even if somebody says, "Oh wait, that was my like, no no." I was lost. That's not not yours. It's mine. I, you know, like, yeah. I don't have to worry it's, about. It's because it's Sefker. Exactly. Point. Exactly. So this is the equivalent of that. Yeah. So because the Bilem is dead and nobody even knows him, and nobody knows where you are. So by the time that you get back to your own town, you could, you know, hang up that pretty pin on your lapel and like walk around. Right. And don't have to worry about it. Right. I have a question about the Dikduk here. Are we are we sure it's that we will find and not? Like is a found object, or will be found? You want, or is, you want? Is, is, a, is a is a found thing, right? It's like there's an implied is between yakar and nimsa, right? Every every kohon yakar is a nimsa. It's something that's found. No, no, no. Uh, they, they, they're, they're telling him. Sense, we will find. Yeah, they, but, yeah. But how do we? Is it because of the? Be, no, no. Well, first, no. Well, first of all, 
Uh, that's already that's already above my pay grade. Oh, okay. But, well, that's uh, what it is. How, how, uh, how, but, how but do we you know for, it's not past? How, how do we know it's future? It's future uh, I, can, I can tell you contextually how we see it. Okay. Is it, you see that the mole, the very next word. Yeah. See, remember, oh, every, every posik is half and half, right? right. So it's it's two, two parts. So, the mole, batenu shall, again, they're telling him why he should what go with them. What's going to happen? Here's what we're going to do, and okay. here's going to be the positive result of that, right? Okay, so it's a parallel. Yeah. Okay. But even the whole way, it's been, na'arvil adam, let us, right. let us um, ambush for blood. Right, let us do this. N- this yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, grammatically, how would it have been spelled differently that you have to speak to Rav Yaakov for? Okay. Okay. Nice to see you. Nice to see you as well. Okay. Um... <laughs> So we're in the middle of Pesach Yud Gimel. Okay, so, that, so that's the first one. For, for, so that corresponds to, again, the highway murder. Next, Nemole uh, Batenu Shalal. Now here it's being called a Shalal. Now Shalal is something that's taken away from an enemy by force. So that's not the same as a Messiah, meaning the, the person might want to potentially come to reclaim it. On the other hand, it, you know, Shalal is something that you know, once you've defeated the enemy and you've left his uh, territory, it's fairly unlikely that like anybody's coming after this thing. So it's not the same as a mitzia, as a totally ownerless object, uh, but it is, uh, but it is not very concerning. So and that uh, is speaking to. Back in Pasuk Yud Aleph. Again, we're still talking about high robbery, but now we're talking about where they don't kill him. So being that they don't kill him, it can't be considered a Messiah because he is alive. He might want to go chase after them and find his stuff. But, right, not after, he's still alive. But, on the other hand, the chances are pretty small. He doesn't know where they're from. Uh, he himself is kind of lost. He's probably scared, so it's uh, pretty, uh, pretty secure. Um, now the next two are. Is there, is there a sense that, 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 that they have to hide the the shalal in their in their houses? That's a, that's a good because he's alive. That's a good point. I yeah I I, I would have I would have thought to go somewhere like that. The gon does not. So I'm just yeah. Not gonna say it. <laughs> okay. Um, now the next two have to do within the house. So again, there's two types of um, people that rob do house robberies. Again, one is where they murder the victim. The other one is where they let him live. Now, obviously, if they murder the victim, they got all the time in the in the world to divide up the spoils. And the difference between this and the previous prosecutor Gimel that we just did was. The highway robbery, you're basically taking liquid, liquid stuff. You're taking cash, you're taking, um, you know, stuff that's pretty much uh, can be sold at the nearest convenience store, right? You're not taking, you know, the furniture and, and things like that, right? Um, whereas in a, in a house robbery, right, so they're taking everything. They're cleaning, they're cleaning out the entire house. And being, being that they have killed the Balabais, so they're taking everything. 
now how do you d divide that up? Meaning earlier when they're taking cash, it's easy. Cash, you say, okay, there's $500 cash, five of us, $100 a piece, we're good, right? But when it comes to uh, dividing up, you know, I get the dining room table and you get the chairs and you get the couch or whatever it is. So it's not, everything is a little bit different. Not everything is fair and equal. So there you have to cast lots. So that's why they say over here, Goralcha, your lot, Tipol Bisocheno, will, you, basically you get to cast lots with us, right? On, on the possessions of the victim. Okay? Now the next one is the most dangerous one, which is that they let him, you know, dangerous for them, is because they let him live and this was a stakeout. So being that it was a stakeout means that they're local and that he is local. So he knows the police and he knows the governor, et cetera, right? He has friends and they're local and he's alive. So this is the least um, comfortable situation. So therefore, basically what they do is they come in, you know, at gunpoint they do a quick, quick grab of a few, you know, just of whatever they can, you know, cash or whatever they can get their hands on and then they run. So therefore, uh, they don't even have time to divide up the money. You know, like we said before, $500, five of us, 100 each person. You know, they just grab it all together, whatever each one can grab, into one bag, and they run, they'll divide later. So therefore, kis echad, yeah, look, hold on, we're all gonna have one purse for the money. Again, that's until ultimately dividing it later, but right now, you're gonna throw it into one bag and go. Okay, um, so that is what they, what they are going to be potentially telling him to do. So don't go on the way with them. Now that's, uh, that's a pretty uh, um, extreme thing to do, to go on the way with them. Now he says, not only that, but menara glecha sam. So what's the difference between a derech and, and a nesiv? A derech is a big road. A nesiv is a windy path, okay? So the road, the, the highway, so to speak, that's what's getting them in their general direction. That's, that's basically where they're heading, where they're going. This is the evil that they're doing. So that you shouldn't do. But you shouldn't even go on the little paths which lead to it. And that's what we spoke about before, that. It, it may not be so obvious, you know, to not follow some of the minor behaviors that they do, even though it is not the evil behavior itself, right? Evil people tend to have other, you know, let's say they like going out to bars and drinking and whatever, right? So you might wanna, you might wanna do that, right? And you might do that, not even with them. You're not even doing it with them, right? But that type of behavior, the type of behavior that, that such people do, right, uh, it, is uh, something that can ultimately end up having you to go on the, on the derech with them. So therefore, prevent your foot, even by itself, your own feet without them there, from going on such little paths, because those little paths lead to the big road. And that big road, that's where those guys are. So the point is, you want to stay out of bad company and make sure to be in good company, make sure to 
come learn Torah at a Tarasami, right? Okay. Ki raglehem lera yorotsu, because you see that these people are running to do bad, that's robbery. Vayimaharu lishpordam, and they're hurrying to spill blood, that's murder. And what he's saying is just like you see that they do that to other people, so they're going to do the same thing to you. I mean, you think that they, that they want to do for you good. They're telling you, come on, we're going to make money, it's going to be good, right? But be, watch their other behavior. I think this is a very big lesson also. You know, sometimes you see a person speaking Lashon Hara about other people or whatever it is. And <clears throat> it should be a tip-off. Same way he's speaking Lashon Hara about other people. You think oh, it's so funny, it's like so cool, you're gonna hang out with him. He can speak Lashon Hara about you too, right? It's the same, it's the same guy, right? Just like he's speaking Lashon Hara about them, he's gonna speak about you. So to over here, the point is watch what the person does. It's not like people tend to think that, oh, but he likes me. You know, he's, he's laughing, he's telling me a woman's junk. I'm excited, on the contrary, he wants good for me. No, no, no. The same way he treats other people, that's how he's gonna treat you. Right? So, say, so if he's running to rob other people, he's going to rob you. And if you think you're going to get away before he has a chance, just like he chases people down and kills them for their money, he'll do the same to you. So that's an uh, important lesson, how to judge people, not based on what they display towards you, but really often you get a better insight depending on how they conduct themselves towards other people or about other people um, in your presence. Now, a person might say, no, 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 but look, I can, I'm, I'll prove it to you. He, he, he likes me, he wants me good. Look at all these good things he did for me. He got me this job, he, he helped me out with this, right? So, so he says, Kichinem Mizora Haroshes Be'enei Kol Bal Kanaf in the eyes of every bird, it is for no purpose that there is um, seed strewn in the nets. You got this net on the ground, and there's all this delicious seed thrown all around it. Yeah, that's <laughs> just, you know, for my uh, nutritional purposes that it's there. Right? So this, so this, uh, so this, um, See, he also, he's for my benefit, right? But really, the bird hunters are, why are they, why did they put the seed in the, in the net, right? It's, it's to kill the bird, right? Or alternatively, instead of to kill the bird, is to trap the bird and to sell it alive. And what are those two? Those are the two things that we said before. They're either murdering people or they're just doing armed robbery, right? But uh, so these, are, so both of those can be understood by looking at bird hunters that this is not uh, a good idea to get involved with. Cain Orchos Kol Botsea Betsa Es Nefesh Balav Yikach. <clears throat> so 
So it's the same thing over here. The, the reason why he's doing it is to entrap you. Okay, very good. So that um, is the end of the uh, of the criminal part of the Mishlei.